Greetings to you once again, and thank you for joining this here podcast. I'm telling you the truth. I sure do appreciate it. I hope you have your pens and your Bibles and your pads and whatnot, and you're telling your family and your friends and your neighbors, and they're telling their family and their friends, and you know how it goes. It's reciprocal. Now, I have a question I want to ask you. And you've heard this question before. I want to ask it, and we might do a small series on this very point. What must a man do to be saved? What must I do to be saved? I remember one person asking Christ this. But now, let's look at some scripture. Let's go over to John 3, and we'll start at verse, you probably knew I was going there, but let's look at some of these verses here, some of this anyways. John 3, oh, and we'll start at verse, uh, and let's go to verse 12. John 3 and 12, we're going to start there. Get your pens and your Bibles, very important. Verse 12, if I have told you earthly things and you believe not, this is Jesus speaking now, how shall you believe if I tell you of heavenly things? And no man hath ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man, which is in heaven. Ho, 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 ho. Oh, there's so much inside of there, but I want to get to this salvation thing here a little bit. And Moses, I'm sorry, and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Watch this now. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Watch verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus referring to himself, that whosoever believeth in him, that is Jesus, should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, watch verse 17. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. Now, before I get myself all worked up here, let's look at the theological idea of salvation. Theologically speaking, salvation is deliverance from the power of sin. So we read all this as a preface to say that Christ came down to deliver man from the power or the authority, if we could use that term, of sin. Because if you live under sin, you live under the authority of sin. But Christ came, the Son of Man came, the Son of God came to deliver us from the power of of sin oh my goodness it's not what i'm saying it's what the word of god says and we're going to talk about this maybe for a little while i don't know how we're going to go with this but we're going to go somewhere with it but i want you to understand something all this word of god doesn't mean a hill of beans if you are not delivered from the power of sin if you are not saved what must i do to be saved and really christ kind of answers that question right here in verse 18 he that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Watch verse 19. And this is the condemnation, that light is coming to the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. If you love darkness, <clears throat> excuse me, 
perhaps I should say sin, you're not going to love Christ. But Christ came to deliver you from that darkness. So if you don't know Christ, if you don't believe in him, as the scripture says, then I'll regret to tell you that you are doomed for eternity. But we want you to have life and life everlasting. Look, turn over to Romans real quick. Turn over to Romans. Uh-huh. That's in your Bible. It's after Acts. Trust me, it is. I know because I've been there more than once. I'm turning in my Bible right now. We can go Acts chapter 9. Uh-huh. Here we go. Uh-huh. Oh, is that not what I want? I don't think that's what I want. I went a little bit hasty there. I want chapter 10. <laughs> Verse 9 is where I really wanted to go. But look here. We're talking about salvation, right? Look here. This is so, so wonderful, so beautiful. Or oh, who shall descend? Well, let's go back up. Verse 10, chapter 10. Let's go back oh, to verse 4. We're doing a little bit of reading tonight, but I, this is for your admonition. So I want you to understand that Christ came to deliver you from the power of sin. He came to deliver me from the power of sin. And the only way to really get to understand this is to find the truth of his word. So let's continue on here. Oh, I don't want to read too much. I want you to read some stuff on your own here. But let's go to verse four before we journey on a little bit further. All right. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. Oh, there's a whole lot in there too, but we won't get into that right now. Where was I here? Uh-huh, verse five. For Moses described the righteousness which is of the law, that the man which does those things shall live by them. Uh-huh. But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. Say not in thine heart, who shall ascend into heaven? That is, to bring Christ down from above. Mm -hmm. Verse 7, or who shall descend into the deep? That is, to bring up Christ again from the dead. Oh, my goodness. Watch this now. Verse 8, 10 and 8. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach now i'm gonna continue on verse 9 that if we i'm sorry that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the lord jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that god hath raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved what are we trying to say here this is a heart condition we're not done with that yet because you see the, the writer here is saying if what you say lines up with what's in your heart, that is the that, that is the, the, the impetus of your salvation. That is the impetus of you being delivered from the power of sin. Because being delivered from the power of sin is key. Unless you're delivered from the power, the authority of sin, you will live there. And I would suggest to you that is not a good place to be. Now then, let's move on a little bit here. For with the heart, verse 10, man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. It's with your heart, your mouth, the scripture says, confession is made. 
It's with the heart that belief takes place. So it employs both. If you say that you love Christ, but your actions show something else, I'm more inclined to believe your actions than what you say. <laughs> I think somebody knows where I'm going with that. The scripture is clear. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now, watch this, verse 11. For the scripture saith, whoever, whosoever, I'm in verse 11 now, I'm in verse 11, for whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. And we've talked about this shame before. So if you believe on him and live with him and you truly deliver from the power of sin, there is no shame. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I'm here to tell you, if you don't know Jesus, it's time to get to know him. If you've not confessed your sin, it's time to do that. It's time to get delivered from the power of sin because once that accomplished, is accomplished, all will be well. Now, we can talk about some more of this. I think we'll do a couple more of these on, on salvation and the reason that Christ came in the first place. But keep in mind that Christ came not to make us feel good, but to deliver us from the power of sin. God bless you. Till next time.